Pack your bags, buy your ticket, don't forget the SPF. We're going to Burning Man. Side note, you may also want to ration your food, don't use the porta potties, bring some disinfectant this year, and maybe just don't go, actually. Welcome to Cryptic Soup. Did you know that Burning Man didn't even start in the desert originally? Welcome back to uh, whatever this is. No, I was going to say, I read the first sentence. I was going to say, welcome back to Cruel Summer. <laughs> cryptic Soup. Uh, cryptic Soup, the podcast where we where we talk. are right now. Uh-huh. And you're listening. Mm-hmm. I'm Athena. And I'm Kylie. I have things to talk about. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Cruel Summer, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Season two came out. We watched it. Holy shoot. It's almost even like season one is obviously the best God, season. You're just like, holy shoot. <laughs> Stop it. Season one is the best episode, but season two just came out. And whoa, this show, it's it's by Jessica Beale. first off. Is it really? Yes. She's not in it or anything, but she wrote it. It is insane. It's a plot twist after plot twist each episode. And both seasons do the same thing where it takes place over... Well, kind of. Don't Thir- ruin it for me. No, no, no. The first one's three <laughs> years. The second one is two years, but it's three dates still. But it's every six months instead. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they do three time periods. So with that, uh, something bad happens in the first part. Something like the- literal time periods, like 20s, 40s, no, 80s. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. It'll be like 1991, 1992, 1993. Oh, okay. And they both take place in the 90s. It's a 90s thing show. And Got it's it. meant to be a crime thriller is what they're, they diagnose the show as. Mm-hmm. Uh, diagnosis isn't the word, but you know what I meant. <laughs> Genre. It's a diagnosis of the show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so something bad happens in like the first year usually. And then the second year they're trying to solve the first year. And then the third year is the consequences of the second year. That's kind of like the basis of it. Okay. So the first year is the happy year. So it's always like a warm tinted camera and then the second year is when the bad thing happens and it's a cold like blue filtered tinted camera and then mm-hmm. the third year it's like a blackish tinted filter and that's you can, cool so that you can tell the years apart so they don't keep reminding you mm-hmm. and the characters obviously look different in each of the years because like they're going through shit mm-hmm. um but <clears throat> it's it's a wild show oh my god and it has so many plot twists and it's kind of like one of those shows where when you're watching it you want to solve the crime that's happening but you like there's so many things you're like, well, it could be this. Well, it could be that. Well, it could be this season one. Wow. Season two. I could not fucking solve it for the life of me. I had so many potential things. I was like, no, it's this. No, it's mm-hmm. this. No, it's this. No, it's this. You know what that sounds like <sighs> to me is when I was watching back in the day when I was watching Pretty Little Liars. <gasps> OK, yes, it is like a new age, like kind of like that theme. Really? It gives you those vibes. I have to watch it then because Pretty Little Liars was like. Oh, I want to rewatch all of it so bad. And the winner of the best murder mystery of the year is. Can you walk any softer? Please, Jenna can't hear us. She's blind. It's, I might actually buy it, honestly. Pretty little Lars. Yeah. It's on something. Uh, I had no idea who I, A was for ever. I, I did not know until the very last episode. Well, and I, wa- I read all the books, so I thought I would know. No. Nope. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
I think it's on Max. So if you want to log in after we, we need, yeah, done. we need to remember that. But yeah, <clears throat> so it's only 10 episodes. They're an hour long episodes. But if you guys like true crime and you guys like like TV shows that are true crimey, but aren't like an actual case. Holy shit. Cruel Summer is the way to go. Uh, the Hulu original, I think. Pretty sure. If not Amazon, but it's one of those two. Go watch it. I you, think it is. Whoo. Whoo. That's all I got to say. I think it's Amazon. Oh, OK. I'm not but positive. I will say it, it might be one of my favorite shows that have came out in the past, like, five to ten years i need you to watch yellow jackets okay um it's on i've seen it it's on my paramount. list I think, even. it's on paramount i have that okay um everyone was like oh my god yellow jackets yellow jackets yellow jackets and then i watched it and i'm like i, th- I don't i don't i don't get the hype i'm sorry really yeah i couldn't finish it okay i'll watch it so i watch everything guys yeah so speaking of watching things, Kylie doesn't care, but Saw X came out, which is Saw 10. Saw 10 came out. Hey, I saw Saw 1 <laughs> in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, so the big deal with this movie is it takes place between the first and second movie. So like if you watch them in chronological, oh. like if you try to watch them in the chronological order, yeah, you would watch Saw, Saw X, Saw 2. You see what I'm saying? Are you a person that would do that in chronological, even though they didn't come out in that time frame? Um, I mix it up. I would only watch it how they came out. It depends so how that I'm I got the same feeling, you know, because like Star Wars, yeah. you know how you can like, yeah. you know, I you can't do ways. chronological. Like you have to do it the way that everyone else experienced Star Wars. It depends on how I'm feeling at that time period. Like it really does. Like I've done Star Wars both ways. I've done like other, I can't think of another one right now, but yeah, I've done those movies. It just depends. Margie and I rewatched all the saws before this one came out and we just did them straight through, even though we know that's not how they are. But the thing is, is this one takes place between one and two. It gives you more of John Kramer's backstory. It is a pretty good one. It's a lot gorier than a lot of the others. They say it was, it was pretty gory. I will say that, but they were like, people need vomit bags for this one. No, they didn't. It wasn't that bad. I did look away during two of the scenes though but like just kind of like for a second because it was just like oh i just ate so much popcorn i don't want to watch that Mm. um but there were a few things i did like there were a few things i didn't like it was a little stressful in the ending and the thing that i have to say about it is a they need to let it go like it, it was good but they need to let it go but the thing that i'm shocked about is yeah it was good but it still isn't in my it's my third favorite maybe in the whole series it has better reviews than any other saw movie that's ever came out like the best Saw movie up to this point was Saw 1 and it had like a 50% rating. This one has a 70%. And I was like, what? Interesting. I accidentally said something really snarky at the movie theater. Someone was like, that might be the best one in the whole series. And I said, did we just watch the same movie? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. There was that. Okay. I have two more things real quick. I'm ready. Um, This one's true crime related. So Austin Haruff, I think is his name, if I remember correctly. He was that guy that went to dinner with his family and then he's like, hey, I got to go home. And he went home and then he ate someone. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> there's a lot more to it. He didn't. Well, no, he he like, yeah, I'm just going to say that there's so much more. And people are like, that's not what happened. I I know. But Kylie doesn't know. So we're going to leave it at that. Um, He's out for parole right now. And like he's yeah. going to be out on an insanity deal, they believe. So okay. there's that. That's happening. If you want to dig into something late, lately, maybe we'll do a case on it soon. Austin Haroff. Mm hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, happy first week of October, everyone. Because of Hell that, we're doing a yeah. fun episode. Spooky season. 
But my last thing, are you ready for this one? Yes, I'm ready. I was going to call it to Corey, but I'm going to save it for another time when I'm really feeling it, especially maybe like when we're around people because I want to see his reaction. (laughs) Okay. I have this new, it's not a new phrase, but it's a phrase that I heard someone else say, and now it might be my favorite phrase because I remember it exists and I forgot it exists. So I specifically like calling it to men only. I don't care to call this to women because it's whatever, but men, I call this to men. And every single time I've done it, I've gotten the same reaction. They kind of like look at me like I'm a fucking crackhead, (laughs) but then they giggle a little and they're like, I can't believe you just called me that. I've never been called that. And like one of the guys I said it to, he's like, I'm going to go tell my wife that That that's the funniest thing ever. And then the other guy was like, oh my God, I've never heard that before. Like, it's a pretty funny one to call men. So I usually like, I deal with a lot of sassy men on an average day to day basis. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, are you ready? Mm-hmm. When they're doing their sass, I say, stop it, you saucy little minx. <laughs> and that's what they do. They do a little chuckle under their breath. They're like, <laughs> what, did you, what did you say to me? Because <laughs> they aren't expecting a, a random like girl, essentially, to just be like, you saucy little minx. I almost minx. feel like it's flirting. It see it's flirty. It it's is flirty. If I don't, <clears throat> it's not flirting. Know the person, like yeah. yeah, it would be. But like if I did it to Corey, it's not. Like and I did it to like my boss, and like yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> Please so, do it to like, David. <laughs> well, I did it to Scott. That was just as good. And then Scott called me Delulu. He looked up what Delulu means. He's trying to learn what like memes and catchphrases are, and he's like, blah blah blah. I said something about Harry Styles, and he's like, you're being Delulu. And I stopped and my jaw dropped. And I was like, what did you just say to me? He goes, it means delusional. Like when two Delulu girls look at each other and say, exactly. He's like, that's us. And I was like, oh, my God, Scott, stop teaching yourself phrases. I will continue <laughs> teaching them to you. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> that's so not fetch. Um, he's 52, guys. He's my 52 year old coworker, And he's also learned how to use TikTok now. It's a great time. <laughs> OK, what's your life, Kylie? I mean, I went to number Five, seven, eight, nine, two, three, eight, four of a wedding this year. And I have one more. Oh, geez. You still have another? Yep. In November. Ugh, that's too many. How many weddings are you going to? I'm not sure, but uh, there's one thing I am sure of, and it's this. It will never take its toll on me. (laughs) See you guys. Bye. A few moments later. (laughs) So there's that. I'm really excited for spooky season, though. Yeah, going me too. to some orchard next weekend, Ooh. and then you know, scream parks. Um, I wanted to go to Jack's Pumpkin Pop Up this year, but I don't think it's in the cards. What is that? It's a pop up <laughs> <laughs> where they have pumpkins. This one's in Chicago this year. They do it in different places, but it's like a little. It's, it's like a fest. It's like a little festival. Yeah, there's carnival rides. There's axe throwing. <clears throat> there's like spiked ciders. There's also I still non- don't want to be there when you're axe throwing. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, um, <laughs> it also has like photo opportunities all over the park. And at mm-hmm. nighttime, they light the whole park up. We saw it lit up. It was so cute. Um, but it's just, it's just really, like Google it. If anyone's in the Chicagoland area, it's so fucking cute. Jack's or look if there's one near you. Jack's pumpkin pop up. They're fucking cute. They're kind of expensive, but they're worth it. Every single person's told me. Um, and you can take kids. They have like kid stuff or they have like more adult themed stuff. Like it's super fun. So I wanted to go to Jack's pumpkin pop up this year, but we're not going to. We're going to the haunted house though next weekend. So that'll be fun. We're, we're going 
we're going later in the season, so I'm probably going to freeze my ass off. But, you know, we're also Margie and I are personally going to try to do like a almost like a 31 days of October type thing. But we're not doing 31 days. We're going to do like three days a week. So in the end, we're going to do like a like 15 days of October. Holy shit. This thing is awesome. Yes. Okay. What the hell, man? I'm telling you. Um, It goes until November 5th. Everyone, please go. Yeah. Look in your area if there's Jack's Pumpkin Pop-Up. Super worth it. Yeah, this looks phenomenal. So, okay. Speaking of spooky season, Kylie, Mm -hmm. I want to make October a little special because, um, A, it's our anniversary of Cryptic Soup Pod, but it's also going to be our 100th episode this year. It's insane. And actually, next episode. This is episode 99. Next episode will be 100. We've been doing this for way too long. (laughs) So long. I had to think of something the other day, and I was like, that was well over a year ago. That is crazy. Yep. Okay. So with that being the case, I asked people what they want to hear for like the 100th or for the October episodes and stuff, and the answers tied. So I was like, okay, then I'll do two for one. So that's literally what's happening. So tonight's episode, to start us off, is going to be like a fun mashup. I think, like the Monster Mash, but not quite. (laughs) It's essentially just two things I really want to talk about, and it's two things you guys kind of, like, wanted to learn. So someone had brought up a little bit ago to me in the DMs that we covered the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case really well. And they were like, I liked it because I like podcasts better than... um, News? No. Well, yeah. (laughs) But um, better than, like, docuseries and stuff sometimes because I can do things in the background and still get the, Oh, okay. I'm saying. And they're like, but you don't have to watch it. Yeah. But the thing is, is Netflix covered it and stuff like that, but I didn't want to watch like a docuseries or like HBO, whoever it was that covered it. And they're like, so I like podcasts. And they were like, so with that being the case, there was something else that happened in 2023 in the U S that was crazy. And I want to hear your guys' take on that. And I was like, okay, bet. What is it? And they're like burning man. And the mass exodus from Burning Man is slowly moving forward after rain and mud trapped more than 70,000 festival goers for days. It was impossible to function, impossible to move around. A lot of struggling people in what became very cold, very storm-like conditions. People's tents and entire camps became pretty much destroyed. More than 70,000 people were basically trapped for days. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so funny because I went on a huge thing to Margie about Burning Man. So I was like, OK, bet, sure. But then everyone was like, no, I'm really mad at you guys. You haven't done a cryptid in a minute. Like, revoke your name. You're now. <laughs> revoke your name. You're now like. That is true. What was our last cryptid? Oh, uh, fucking no. I know. <laughs> so we're now um, someone made a joke. They were just like, you're now um, death sentence soup pod. Because you guys keep doing all these psycho murder cases. And That's stuff. true. We have been kind of murdery lately. It's murdering time! And I was like, okay, you're right. I will do a cryptid. But then I couldn't <clears throat> pick what cryptid. I was like, what cryptid deserves 99? What cryptid needs to be so close to 100? So I decided to do a game. So it's going to it's going to be fun, right? Okay. So we're going to do a Burning Man cryptic game. <laughs> and it's going to be real fun. I know these two don't go together, but you guys are getting like two episodes for the price of one in a sense. And since the price of episodes is free, you're getting two for free. That's that's a pretty good deal, right? Right? I mean, yeah. That's a that's a good deal. It looks like the la- well, would you consider the gin mm-hmm. a cryptin? Okay. A cryptin? <laughs> so that's like 5 ago. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. been kind of murdery. 
been kind of murdery. Feeling a little murdered. Whoopsies. So we're going to start with Burning Man tonight because that was a big deal in 2023. And some people didn't even know it happened. Do you know anything about it, Kylie? No. Not even. Okay. (laughs) I don't. All right. So I'm going to do a little history before mystery because I'm good at. Well, I don't know if I'm good at it. I've decided I'm good at it. I'm going to self-diagnose here. I'm good at teaching you guys some history and making it simple to understand. And the reason I'm self-diagnosing myself that is because we got the most amazing feedback on our 9-11 episode. Really? Yes. I didn't even know that some people did not know a lot of the like smaller details because we were all too young to grasp them. And they were like, whoa, you honestly made me fall down a rabbit hole I didn't even know existed on certain things. And I was like, okay. I don't know if that's good or bad, but thank you. We should cover... um Someone talked to me about that episode and they were like, you should cover all the conspiracies of that. Someone else sent me that too. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, so oh, you want okay. me to go insane? Yeah. <laughs> Quahog prepares to unveil a new statue commemorating perhaps its greatest hero ever. That's right, Tom. It was 10 years ago that an almost inconceivable plot to destroy the World Trade Center was thwarted by Quahog's own Athena. So we're all the rabbit holes. So many. So (laughs) we're going to do a kind of history thing. We're going to talk a little bit about the history of Burning Man before we get into what happened this year. Not a lot, but just you need to know some basis of why it's changed over the years. So what is Burning Man? Right. What is it? Most of us have like even we've somehow heard of it, seen it, something like we know an idea of what it is. A bunch of people go party in the desert, trip some acid and they burn a giant man. (laughs) Cool. Whatever. Right. But we need to, like, dissect that a little bit. Now, I remember one of the first times I really started learning about Burning Man, and it was the show Malcolm in the Middle. It's season seven, episode one, I want to say. <laughs> of course you want to say. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, Reese and Malcolm go to Burning Man, and the parents go with them. And I was like, okay, yeah. But then there's also this South Park episode where yeah, this of course like, there is. demon <laughs> attacks Burning Man. Or, like, I don't I don't know if it's, like, a demon or an So, alien, like, the but... Burning Man becomes Burning Man? <laughs> yes. Um, so after like seeing this in shows, I was like, okay, I need to dig a little bit deeper. And now I know so much about Burning Man that it's like almost insane. I never thought that I would know this much about a stupid like thing (laughs) like this. I'm, I'm not hating on, well, I am kind of hating on people to go to Burning Man. I don't, mm, I don't care. Um, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not a festival person. It's not anything like the closest festival I've ever gone to is Warp Tour. And that's not, I was going to say. Um, I don't like EDM music. I don't really like laser light shows. I'm prone to migraines. Things like this are hard for me. I'm not even super prone to like strobing lights, big crowd. Like I don't like this kind of stuff. I do concerts, but I'm very specific about the concerts I go to. I wouldn't just go to a concert because like someone else gave me a free ticket. I have to want to go to it because I don't want to put myself through that headache, having like a sore back the next day and stuff. I'm, I'm particular. So you're old. I've been old since I was 17. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. So this isn't my vibe of fun, but I can see how some people might like, like it. Okay. So Burning Man is like a weekish long event. And currently it takes place in Nevada within the desert. And it was started as a function that focuses on community, art, self-expression, and self-reliance. When you go there, there's artwork, performances, community, activities, events, there's like everything. And over the years, people have dubbed it as an event, as in a way, as a way for rich people to play in the desert for a week. Like that's how people look at it nowadays. Interesting. 
The event began on June 22nd in 1986 on Baker Beach in San Francisco. It wasn't even in the desert. It was it was on a beach. And it was a small function that was organized by Larry Harvey and Jerry James. Those are both interesting names. I was going to say that. They're, <laughs> they're almost alliteration, but not. Yes. It's all those why, why, why. Yeah. <laughs> and since this time, it had become an annual event. And it lasts sometimes about like nine days long. And it always leads up to Labor Day. In 1990, they decided they were going to start moving the location to the Black Rock Desert. And that's where it's been every year since. The Burning Man organization website says this about the event. They say, it's guided by the values expressed by the 10 principles. Burning Man is a global ecosystem of artists, makers, and community organizers who co-create art events and local initiatives around the world. I was like, okay, well, what are these 10 principles, right? Right. It is so much you have to read. It's so much. When I copy and pasted it, it was like four and a half pages long. Lovely. So, so I just wrote down what they are. You can look into them if you want. But it's radical inclusion, gifting, decommodification, radical self-reliance, radical self-expression, communal effort, civic responsibility, leaving no trace, participation, and immediacy. Wow. Those are words. <laughs> Those are some big words. (laughs) Yeah. Burning Man is organized by the Burning Man Project, which if you also want to dive into kind of like a little bit of a hole, you can figure out who it was first owned by. And then because like in 1993, it was owned by someone. And then in like 2013, it was given to the Burning Man Project. And like you can dig into that hole, too. But I just don't have the time for that nonsense. Every year since it was like brought out it's grown in size so i'm gonna read you some of these changes you're gonna be shocked are you ready i like printed this off (laughs) because i couldn't get the table to work that's honestly why (laughs) okay i picked one two three four five six seven eight nine ten different years all right in 1986 the first year there were 35 attendees the ticket price was free and the height of the man they burned was eight foot tall okay and we're not talking about literal people when they're burning it's like a like a like a a create it right um like a scarecrow yes that's literally what i was trying to say yeah it's like a scarecrow it's made of it's usually wooden and then there's i think they said like a basis of like a straw type like thing inside it in 1988 so two years later there was now 200 people that attended it was still free and now the height of the man was 30 feet tall that's a significant difference yeah In 1990, that's when they decided to start moving it. So they had two locations. There was 500 people at the Baker Beach location and 120 people at the Black Rock Desert. The height of the man was 40 feet tall. And that year they requested a donation of $15 to attend. In 1993, a thousand people attended and now they were all officially at Black Rock Desert. The ticket price was $40 and the height of the man was 40 feet. 1998, there were 15,000 people. So we went from 1,000 to 15,000 in a five-year time jump. There were now two sets of tickets. There were early sale tickets that were between $65 to $80 and then the gate admission, which was $100. And the height of the man was $52. In 1990... $52? Yep. 52 <laughs> feet, sorry. <laughs> in 1999, there were 23,000 people. And... The pre-sale tickets started at $65, and each month it would increase a little bit until, like, when you got to the gate, it would be $120. The height of the man was 54 feet. 
in 2003, that's when it started getting super like more mainstream and they started doing the ticket sales in such a wild way. There were 30,586 people that attended. Ooh. The early sale tickets were $145. And then after every 2,500 tickets got sold, they would increase the price. So they increased it from $165 all the way to $225. And then once you got to the gate, it would be $250. The actual height of the man was 79 feet that year. We Whoa, have, that jumped. Mm-hmm, we have three more and they're going to just go crazy. In 2010... There were 51,525 people, so almost, almost 20,000 more than the year before. Mm-hmm. They have this thing called low income tickets, which is kind of like a, it, I don't know, it sounds like a pre-sale kind of is what I like got from it. I'm a little confused about this whole low income ticket thing. I didn't want to dig too much. But low income tickets were 160 and then the pre-sale is 280 And then after every 9,000 tickets are sold, it increases by like 20 to 40 bucks. So they go from 210 to 280 and then all remaining tickets get sold for $300. The, the height of the man was 104 feet. 2017, so this is one of the few years before COVID, 69,496 attendees. Low income tickets were 190 Pre-sale were $990. Holy crap. And then tickets were about $1,200. And then there were add-ons you have to do at this point, which I'll talk about the add-ons later. The height of the man was 105 feet. Oh, geez. Okay. Now, in 2019 and 2019, the, the event still went on. But in 2020, the event got canceled due to COVID-19. But 5,000 people still showed up in Black Rock Desert for a ticketless unofficial burning. And then in 2021, they held a drone display. But also 20,000 people just showed up to the event. Just shut up. Um. In 2023, so this year, there have been um, about 87,000 attendees, they think, or more. Jeez. The ticket aid program sold them for $225 a ticket. And then tickets ranged from $500 to $700. And then you have all the add-ons. Some people were selling their tickets for over $1,000, though. So once the tickets start to sell out, people gouge the tickets really bad. And sometimes people report that they pay over $2,500 in certain years just to go. Jesus. So, yeah, it gets wild. So you can see just like it was started as this like free art event that was supposed to be like cutesy and all this. And right. Now it's like insane. Right. OK. But when I was saying the add ons. So that's just your ticket entry. Just the entry. Mind you, they're, you're there for like multiple days. So you have to pay for a parking pass, a camping pass. Uh, you have to rent your RV or a bike rental, food, water, SPF, outfits, supplies, all that stuff. Right. So parking is $150. The camping fee is anywhere from $100 to $5,000, depending on if you're like an RV and all this stuff. Um, the supply range, people normally say they spend between $2,000 and $5,000 on supplies. Bike rentals are $100. If you decide to fly there or ride a metro and like you just want to camp with like a tent and stuff, things you can like take on a plane, then they say the transportation to get there is anywhere from $100 to $800 usually. Also, um, you have to get your car cleaned and detailed the day you leave. And that costs $100 or more because here's the thing. Um, there's this thing in the in that specific desert called the alkaline dust, and it will corrode your electronics and damage your upholstery. And it's um, toxic to humans. Oh, so you can't oh. leave it in your car. OK, so the moment you leave, there's like a nearby town and they charge anyone like about $100 to deep clean your car. 
So that's like a whole nother thing that you just have to do. So if you like saving money and like keeping your money, Burning Man's not your vibe at all. <laughs> you don't want to burn your money. Yeah. Literally burning, burning money it. Money is more like what it's called. <laughs> so I've, I've, I've set the groundwork. You're getting how this has changed, right? Now, people don't still understand what's happening at Burning Man. They're like, why would you go to this? That seems like such a waste of money. It's because of the vibes. That's literally what it is. There's so many things happening at this event. There's art, there's music, there's a bigger man each year. That's why it's getting more expensive. You know, people want to go to say they've attended this event. It's kind of like nowadays how Coachella is and stuff. There's celebrities. There's like all these crazy things like this year, Diplo and Chris Rock were some of the main celebrities. People talked about being there because um, when they ended up like getting rescued and stuff, Chris Rock got rescued. Diplo walked five miles to get rescued, like things like that. But there's also like other just crazy things. So do you want to talk about the plane? Like the airplane? Ooh, airplane? Do you want to talk about it, Kylie? Sure. Okay, cool. So there's this, these planes, right? And there's just flights happening over Burning Man and they're free and you go to them and you get in line. And it's essentially you go there so that you can sign up so that you can join the Mile High Club at 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 Burning Man. Okay. Yep, that's literally all it's for. You get in the plane, you fuck on the plane, and then you come back down. <laughs> because when you're sweaty, nasty, gross, and in the desert and on drugs, all you want to do is go bang in a plane, right? Right. I guess. I guess. Sure. I guess that's that's how it works. <laughs> People will camp in front of the airport area to be the first in line for this plane or sometimes wait like hours just to get a spot on it. It's a 20 minute flight and it happens over the festival. And some people like depending on whose flight you're on and stuff, you'll get a certificate for doing this. Congratulations on sucking penis. I was talking. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. What does it look like? Because it's like I it it looks like a real certificate, like like if you like graduated. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's a real looking certificate. I broke Um, my mile high club. Cherry at, at Burning, Burning Man. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're here with the smooth sounds of Pilot Wing 64. We're here sitting on the results screen looking at our brand new shiny gold medal. <laughs> okay. And probably both people get to sign it. And like I was reading different people's accounts and like this one guy was like, I got randomly paired up with this other guy. And we went up and the one guy's hair was like purple and he was crazy and young. And the other guy was a little bit like older and they were talking about it and they go up, they bang and they come back down and they took a picture in front of the plane to say like, good job. And the guy was like, I'm actually straight, but I wanted to do this my whole life. And I figured, you know, when I got paired up with the guy, I was like, I'm already doing something crazy. Might as well just complete the trifecta and make it the craziest experience of my life. All right. And he's like, I'm on drugs anyways. And you know like, what? Oh, you know, Okay. <laughs> If you don't believe drugs have done good things for us, do me a favor then. Go home tonight, take all your albums, your tapes, and your CDs, and burn them. Because you know what? The musicians who made that great music that has enhanced your lives throughout the years, real fucking high on drugs, okay? Yeah, no, that's fine. I completely... I'm okay with that. So... There's like a bunch of different flights, but there's one like main plane too. But I was reading, it sounds like most people only knew about the main plane and most people didn't even know that much about this. Everyone I've talked to about Burning Man, they did not know about the planes. So there's that. I don't, I don't know. What other activities are there? Are you excited to know more now? Yeah, well, I, (laughs) so I needed, I needed like a visual and it looks like Mad Max. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And it's so that's really cool. But I'm, I'm ready. I can like visualize it now. So there's also things like artificial ski hills that you can simulate to snowboard down. I watched this dude eat shit. He went to do a <laughs> jump and he just like slid. <laughs> did you did you listen to our last episode? Yeah. I yeah, but I listened to everything in 1.5. Why? What did I oh miss? Oh my god. I can't with you. Um I listened the well, beginning was my favorite part when I'm like, was there anything else happening in the news? And Taylor just blasted me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was trying to remember the aliens. The aliens. So I'm really glad yeah. that you knew. <laughs> I got you. No, don't worry about it. I got you. Uh, yes, I got you, boo. You No, where we talked about um, sandboarding, and we're like, sand everywhere. Hate sand. And then Taylor put in a bunch of things about hating sand. <laughs> Previously on CSP Radio. Just like snowboarding just on sand. That sounds awful. Yeah, it's sand not. Sand everywhere. Not great. I don't <laughs> sand like sand. <laughs> We used to lie out on the sand and let the sun dry. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and I'm haunted by the sand in my very soul. I don't know if I remember that. I'll have to re-listen. That one, that was funny. Uh, Taylor's <laughs> things make me just sit. I'm sitting to myself in my little office <laughs> chuckling and Scott's like, what's funny? And I was like, this guy got murdered. And he's like, wait, why is that funny? I was like, it's not. <laughs> I messed up this, and so Taylor called me out on it. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, yep, I'm just laughing how dumb I am because Taylor loves it. It was really funny because he just put a bunch of things in where people were talking about sand. And then you were just like, sand everywhere. Sand. <laughs> so this is probably the equivalent of that, sand everywhere. <laughs> Taylor DM'd me and said, hey, your birthday's in... Um, January. I forgot what my birthday was for a minute. He's like, your birthday's in January. I want an excuse to come visit you guys. Can I come visit you for your birthday? And I said, yeah, it's in January. And he's like, yeah, I'm in January too. And I was like, oh, cool. Are you a Capricorn? He goes, I don't know. Here's my birthday. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're a Capricorn, bro. We are a different kind of Capricorns, clearly. Whoa. Yeah, isn't that weird? I didn't even like. He's a January 18th. He's a late Capricorn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying no, to get, I can kind of see that now. I'm trying to get Taylor to come up here for my birthday and we can throw a Taylor Thena smashed party. What are you doing, step editor? I don't like that sentence. Nope. <laughs> that didn't come out how I needed it to. Nope. Smashed party? Smash mouth? Hey, so you wanna play? No. Not Shrek! No. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, goodness, Nina. It's talking about Burning Man so fun right now. Yeah. All right. (laughs) The plane is the beginning. I want to talk to you about other things. Oh, it's just the beginning. Mm -hmm, Great. mm -hmm. Okay. So that that ski hill, that sounds kind of fun, right? Uh You can also ride a bike tied to helium balloons to simulate flying. That? Whoa. That happens kind of in a Malcolm in the Middle episode also when Reese starts going to church and he has Dewey tie him to the chair and he wears the white suit and he... I love Malcolm in the Middle. What are you doing? I plan to float above the clouds and experience a joy that only birds can know. You're going to fry yourself on a high voltage wire. (laughs) I thought you were just going to keep going. (laughs) So I was just kind of ready for it. (laughs) Okay. There's also uh, slutty mini golf. 
the sluttiest person wins. I don't, I don't know. I don't what? know. There's unicorn cycling workouts. Again, don't ask me questions. I'm just going to move on each time. <laughs> There's a lesbian-ish lending library. There are spank banks. There's um, a public. Oh, my God. What is. Okay, you're not going to like what's about to happen. Kylie, I need you to look at me. All right. If this was my penis and this is that thing and I go like this. What, flashlight? Yes. There's a public flashlight. Nope. Yep. It's nope. just in the middle of like a walkway. That and just sounds like a way to get STDs. And it's public. And like, I guess no one really uses it. It's more like a photographing area, like because it's funny. And there's like a sign, like it looks like a yield sign. But it says like yield for public masturbation or something. Like it says something funny or like yield for public flashlight, whatever it says. Um, Yeah. No, uh, that's a thing. No. So there's like, I guess, like funny things. Um, There's a wedding chapel. So, you know, after you mile high, you can go get married. There's like this whole voodoo bank place and it has like voodoo decorating. They teach you about shrunken heads and stuff. It's this whole thing. That part reminded me of that one scene in the Scooby-Doo movie when Daphne is on the beach and she meets the guy with the shrunken head. <laughs> When I was learning about this, that's funny, actually. There's tutu making workshops and there's so much other stuff. Like there's so many. I mean, this sounds like a good time. It sounds kind of cool at this point. Yeah. Um, Okay. well, don't worry. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to ruin it for me. It's fine. So it's a wild time. Like it sounds fun. It sounds great. We get it. But what happened in 2023 that made it a shit show? That's what you guys are wondering, right? You're like, Tina, at this point, you're actually kind of making us want to go. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. You guys are so naive. (laughs) No, I'm naive. We wouldn't be talking about it unless something fucked up (laughs) happened, guys. So the people that attended Burning Man... In 2023, they say it's a utopian performance of a life-changing experience that you get to go through. Again, sounds cool. Mm -hmm. They don't see it as a waste of time, money, or anything. They just see it as this amazing event. They call it transformative and unique. Well, okay. 2023 did not have the same vibes, and it is not getting the same rave reviews as the past. Let's start with day one. (laughs) Thursday, August 27th, day one. There were controversial climate protesters that were blocking the passages to the event. So there's like this one highway that leads to the event and it's in the desert, right? So I want to talk about one thing before I say this. It's in the desert and part of the land belongs to a tribe in the area. And so it is owned by the tribal community and the tribal commune is owned by the Pyramid Lake Ranger Station, which is the technical authorities of the area. So just... Keep all that in mind when I talk about things like this. Like when I talk about the authorities, I'm talking about that group, which is technically not associated with the police also. Like it is, but it isn't. It's its own. It's like rangers. Mm-hmm. It's its own. Uh, what is it? Like department kind of. Okay. So, yeah. Jurisdiction. So these protesters were blocking the path and that caused a massive traffic jam. You can see videos, pictures, everything. Attendees were starting to fight with the protesters and calling the authorities on them to get them to clear out. The protesters were mad and every year there are some protesters, but this year was really bad. Like they were straight up blocking the way they had um, posters and things and people and stuff like camped out in the road. 
They were fueled by saying that Burning Man's bad for the environment because every year it generates over 100,000 tons of carbon extra that's emitted into the like air each year, specifically by Burning the Man and all the people there in that area. And hmm. so they're pissed and they were like, you know, like it doesn't need to happen. It's just a bunch of rich people partying in the desert. So they were mad. So the protesters then parked a trailer across the road and they were setting up their signs and banners and they were preventing anyone from getting through. The protest lasted about an hour and then the officers from the Pyramid Lake Ranger Station came there and supposedly they drove through the barricade, but right. they started threatening the protesters if they didn't move. Then there's this video of one of the officers pulling out a gun while some others started handcuffing the protesters and saying that they couldn't do this. So that's day one. That's how we start is already stress. Okay. Well, people this- getting too care about other people's business. Well, then because of this, the 70,000 people finally make it there, right? They're in the desert. They're at their festival. But because of that, the road kind of is like a little bit blocked off still. And there's like issues with the road. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's great. Friday, day two, August 28th. It's a good day. Everyone's having fun. It's a la-di-da, like great time. Woohoo. <laughs> there's like a little bit of rainfall, though. Like, oh, okay, but desert. You, you know what? That's fine. It's just gonna make the vibes. We're gonna all be singing and partying in the rain. But then things start to get a little muddy. But you know what? We're here. We're gonna have a good time. We will prevail through this, right? We paid lots of money to do all this. We're camping in the rain. We're camping in the mud. Saturday, September 2nd, day three. Mother Nature says, fuck you. <laughs> So I said there was a little rain, right? So it started raining Friday, but it continued. So normally an inch of rain is rare for this region. And so it makes the ground unable to absorb water without creating runoff and mud flows. But what actually happened was not an inch of rain. The desert saw two to three months worth of rain within a 24 hour period of Friday to Saturday. Oh, the rainfall was a result of the moisture from the southwest monsoon, and so the perishing county officials said that the heavy rain lasted for several hours, and it caused conditions that made it virtually impossible for motorized vehicles to traverse, and there was a full stop of vehicle movement. The highways shut down. The rain turned Black Rock City and the surrounding desert area into a literal sludge wasteland. Lovely. So Friday, a lot of the scheduled events and live performances were canceled due to the weather. And at this point, the Burning Man organizers decided to close the routes in and out of the area entirely. Now, that's already like a lot to take in with just that sentence. But essentially what they're saying is they're like, hey, guys, you're stuck. Good luck. Right. If Um, you're here. Great. Make sure you ration your food. Comparatively speaking, you are like a grain of sand in the Sahara Desert. Yeah. And I am the entire desert. (laughs) Like, have fun in the flooded desert now. And so that's essentially kind of what they did. The Burning Man organization posted on their page, which is called the 2023 Wet Play a Survival Guide. And they posted about what's happening. So on the 2nd at 7 p.m., they posted. Um, so funny story. Uh, Kylie and I are recording right now. Um, we're having our own 2023 survival guide right now. Uh, we had a very busy week. And so with that, we have to record on an early Saturday morning. And Kylie's neighbors are um, we're not friends with them. <laughs> 
And so they decided they are going to be outside using a chainsaw right now at fucking 10 a.m. I saw this boat in half. So with that being the case, we're trying to make it so you can't hear it. But if you guys hear it in the background, no, you didn't. Please and thank you for understanding. Yeah, I can't tell. Yeah, I can't tell if you guys can hear it. It's not showing up on our like sound waves, but that doesn't mean you with headphones aren't hearing this. You in a car might not, but you in a headphone might. So I'm sorry. We're going to we're going to prevail just like the burning manners did. <laughs> what do you think they're called? Burning manners? The burning <laughs> attendees? The burners? Nope. Nope. The manners? Nope. No, I don't know what they're called. The burn, the burn victims. Burners. The. I burners, I guess, is the best. Burning man. You got to be careful with the word burn. That's what I was just trying to say. Because you want to sound like a burn victim. That's what I was trying to say. Deserters. This is the deserters. (laughs) Okay. Because you have to say desert. You can't say dessert. Yeah, you can't say deserters. Oh, they're called the playas. They actually are. Playa is that word p-l-a-y-a it's not mm-hmm. like a it's not like a joke on the word player but i don't remember what the playa is i think it's what the 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 land is called the playa or something like that hmm. so when you're attending it you're a, a playa a playa yeah hmm. i forgot about that okay okay so on the second at 7 p.m they posted this whole thing about like what's happening with the weather and stuff but they also posted this really long thing and i'm gonna read it it's, it's really long it's this is what the organization posted about the event what should i do Hunker down in a warm, safe place. Look out for your neighbors. Introduce yourself. Don't drive or bike on the playa until further notice. Conserve your food, water, and fuel. If you have extra, share with your neighbors. There is always common sense in a wilderness environment. Pro tip, if you have to walk around, cover your shoes with a pair of socks. It will help prevent the playa mud from sticking to your toes. If you are traveling out of the Burner Express bus or air services, you will receive an email with updates when we know how and when the services will resume. It is possible to walk to the Blacktop County Road 34. If you do this, make sure you have water and the strength to walk as much as five miles through the mud. This isn't a simple solution, but it is a possible one should you need or want to make the trek. We will have buses in Gurlitch during daylight hours to move people to Reno. This is free of charge. Hotel rooms in Gurlitch are full and moving to Reno is your best option for a good night's sleep. If you choose to leave the playa, we do not recommend walking the distance at night. One can become disoriented by the darkness and doing a search and rescue will delay us from helping the city open back up again. So that's It sounds all nice and friendly, but like, oh, so... Those are real dangers. Yeah. (laughs) And also Reno was like notified. They were like, hey, uh, just so you know, people are going to come and like need your hotels. And Reno was like, damn it. Okay, fuck. Because also it's these people that probably just dropped a bunch of money already and Mm -hmm. aren't looking to drop a bunch more in a hotel room because they're pissed. Right. And they're dirty (laughs) because they've been through all this. Very dirty. So they kept updating that page and stuff. You can still look it up on the organization's website and stuff. But around this time, the rumors for what was happening at Burning Man went wild. There were rumors of cannibalism because they were like, people are not rationing. They're actually eating each other. People were saying this is considered a national disaster. There was a rumor about how there was an Ebola outbreak and that because of it, there was a fence being put around the site as a quarantine measure. From Burning Man, uh, here's a little update. 
there is no Ebola outbreak and there's no fucking fence being built. You guys are ridiculous. Like, seriously. Um, None of this was true. Okay. None of it. But people on TikTok were stating it like facts and people were losing their shit. Like, insane. But then there were some people that were at Burning Man who were going live and like sharing what was happening, what it looked like and stuff. So you can find those videos. Diplo was very, very serious about consistently updating um, the EDM guy. Mm-hmm. He ends up walking out and he has these like cool goggles that are like white with black. Inside. <laughs> he looks like he belongs in like a Dune movie or something. <laughs> like Mad Max. I've never seen Mad Max, so I can't do that. What? Yeah, I've never seen any of them. That's why earlier I just uh, I was like, yeah, and I moved on. <laughs> yeah well i so i needed i needed like a visual and it looks like mad max mm-hmm. don't lick your lips like a little frog at me <laughs> like a little you looked at me you, know. <laughs> you never played any of the games i didn't even know there were games hmm. oh there's no no idea well Literally, if you look up Mad Max and you look up Burning Man, like the styles. Well, I've seen pictures of it because my best friend Katie cosplayed as some characters. I mean, Mad Max is really cool. I mean, I've always wanted to watch it. I dated this person that when I met them at a con, they were dressed as Mad Max and I didn't know what they were. And then like as we were dating a few months into it, they said something and they were like, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to match my blah, blah, blah cosplay? And I was like, what's that? (laughs) And they were like, I literally wore it the day I met you. And I was like, oh, whoopsies. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Whatever you say, weirdo. (laughs) Or like, it kind of reminds me of like Tank Girl and like that like aesthetic. You've seen Tank Girl, right? No. (gasps) Okay. Well, I'll watch my mags when you watch Tank Girl. It's like I have to write it down. Dang girl's fucking wild. It's so fun. It's like if Barbie was in Mad Max. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. It'll make sense when you watch it. It's based on a comic and stuff. It's it's cool. Okay. What did I tell you? Don't say butt smear. It's not becoming. Say asshole or dickwad. So there were also other rumors like um, <clears throat> the Ebola one right so that's a big one because there was a cdc case so due to the flooding other things were flooding right like the porta potties gross yeah so there was big messes in the mud and like when you see some of these pictures and videos oof now what happens when humans get too much contact with feces Mm, illnesses yeah so it began a um round of rumors that centered around people having outbreaks of ebola at the festival and people say that the cdc confirmed it that, mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Okay. What actually happened was a few years ago when there was an Ebola outbreak, people were just like posting that and they thought it was this time. That sounds about right. Yeah. People like new, weren't looking outlets. at the location, the years, anything. So that was the first thing was people thought like all this crazy stuff was happening. Well, the federal health officials told the press they hadn't received reports of the Ebola cases in the Nevada desert at the event. And that's when the whole screenshot from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention confirmed that all this was a fabrication. There was no records yet of any national emergencies being declared. And because of all this happening, President Biden had to get briefed on this situation happening at Burning Man. (laughs) And I could just imagine President Biden sitting there and he's like. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs. That turn that 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 turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. 
and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. Why what they, is this? Why were they in the desert in the first place? <laughs> yeah, right. They're doing what in the fucking airplane? Oh, they're fucking in the airplane. <laughs> I'm sorry. How did he get those bruises on his face? Oh, he fell from a bike tied to helium balloons. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's Ebola. There's three-headed dinosaurs. You're going to get to weirder things. Yeah. President Biden probably thinks fucking America is ridiculous. He's like, why the fuck am I the president of this country? I'm so ready for my four years to be done. <laughs> I was like, fuck this country. Obama didn't have to deal with this shit. Hello, this is your former president, Barack Obama. And I just want to tell you I know how to beatbox with a little bit of... Yeah. So even though we weren't sure if there really was any Ebola outcases, there definitely wasn't an outbreak, like most sources will tell you. But there were things that were having an outbreak, like trench foot. Do you know what trench foot is? No. It was a disease that we had in World War One. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're having World War One diseases make a comeback. It's when an individual's feet remain wet and cold for too long, so it damages the circulation and the nerve function of your foot. Ooh. That That's doesn't sound, not good. No, that doesn't sound pleasant. Also... I'm just imagining everyone's like wet feet nonstop. I don't like it. Mm-mm. And all the grime. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, because you're like, well, I don't want to get my shoes like super muddy. I'd rather just be barefoot. But then at the same time, you can't be barefoot because the mud is a mixture of the right alkaline dust, which we talked about earlier. Um, so this dust, you don't want to get a bunch of it on you because it will give you a chemical burn called play a foot. Also, I don't know if it's called alkaline or alkali because I've seen it called both and I just don't know what the difference is. But alkaline sounds cool because it sounds like a battery. (laughs) Okay, so I'm sorry about that one. Um, But yeah, so that's another whole thing. So you don't want to be barefoot, but also you need to be careful wearing stuff because if the dust gets on it, then you're going to start getting chemical burns. At this point, (laughs) what the fuck? Now, festival organizers were telling the attendees they need to wear the clothes show closed toed shoes or boots with socks because at this point it's just like a safety thing right like they're like we're trying to help you guys but you need to also help yourself (laughs) hope you brought those boots (laughs) now normally on saturday night they start to burn the man right but they had to postpone it because things still weren't great but on sunday the third day four because we're only three days into this event that sucks (laughs) that really that That really sucks. sucks and on at this point also the plane was missing, supposedly. No one could find the plane. They were, were like, no, I'm not coming. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> nah, not worth it this year. <laughs> uh, so on Sunday the 3rd, on day 4, they burnt the man. Um, which, by the way, I did hear mixed reviews of what happened with the plane. I heard that the plane wasn't missing. It just didn't come there because mm-hmm. the airport, like, the grounded the airport, them. But the, the tarmac area where they do and don't land, I don't know if it's an actual tarmac or if it's just, like, a flat part of the land where they do it but it was it was mud they couldn't do it yeah right that's what i actually heard after they burned the man on monday september 4th day five people finally were able to start departing from the desert but it was not as easy as you would think because there were so many people remember so they were trying to urge people to delay to help with traffic flow and the organizers were like hey you know like why don't you go in 
in like turns, like, you know, this part of the campsite goat, then this part, this part. Mm-hmm. People didn't listen. No. So within the first two hours, there was such a lineup of cars that they said that it took you an average of five hours just to get through the traffic. Hope you had gas. That just sounds fucking awful. Yeah, and you've been conserving it at this point. And so, okay. Is that all that was happening there, Athena? Do you think that was all? No. I feel it, like that's not all. <laughs> it wasn't all. A person died. Oh, okay. Like an actual person died at this festival this year. It was this man who was 32 years old named Leon Reese. And all we know is authorities said they're going to continue the investigation of his death. He had received CPR from medical staff at the festival after being unresponsive, and he ended up dying. Hmm. Yeah, someone actually died during all this. So no one has died up until this point. That we know of, no. And wow. a lot of people are going the whole route saying it had to have been a drug overdose, but we do yeah. not have any... We don't have proof. Proof yet. Don't spread rumors, people. So, because that could really ruin this man's family life, everything. You know, yeah. that's that's not a good one to go with. That's not all. That's mm-hmm. not all. <laughs> There's more happening. Okay. Do you want to hear about the sea monkeys, fairy shrimp, and three-eyed dinosaurs? Yeah, I do. Okay, cool, cool. So the desert is host to a lot of bizarre organisms and creatures. Some that lay down, some that can lie dormant and dried out only because the land is so dry, and they'll only come awake if there's something like an excess amount of water or something. Like hypothetically, what would wake up a lot of these prehistoric type creatures would be like. Mm, a once in a lifetime flash flood. You know the thing that happened? <laughs> the thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So triops or fairy shrimp are extremophiles. Um, they are capable of surviving year-long droughts. They just kind of lay dormant. And they will endure the sediment as eggs that will wait there until a flood or too much water will bring the right condition for them to come to the topside and start being alive again. They don't harm you. There's nothing bad about that. Like, they're not even like, they they don't really care for us and stuff. They're pretty docile. You can just pick them up and stuff. They're fucking hideous. And they look like something. The ones look like something straight out of a fucking alien predator movie. Terrifying looking. But they're all Mm -hmm. tiny. They all fit in your hand. Okay. Here's the problem. They lay babies like no other motherfucker. (laughs) And you don't want them because in the desert, they're a prey for birds, other insects and stuff like that. And they'll come into your living quarters, which then makes them want to come into your living quarters. Gotcha. So you already see what some of these bugs look like, Kylie? Yep. I'm putting all this on the Instagram, but I made Kylie look at these pictures herself. Here's your new roommates at Burning Man. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Literally aliens. Yeah. Are those cute or what? Nope. Yeah. Nope. So that's what you get to look forward to. What does it look like? I think this thing looks like the face hugger from Alien. Yes. Doesn't it? That's, I was like, what the fuck is that? Yes. Yeah, it does. It looks like a face hugger. It does. But obviously one that could fit in the size of your hand. I mean, it's kind of cute when you think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I have this shirt that says, do you want a free hug? And it's a picture of a face hugger. Of course you, you I love it. <laughs> so that's. That's that's Burning Man 2023. Sounds fun. Okay. Do you want to get a ticket for next year? No. Do you want to go? It's not on your bucket list. No. Oh, that's crazy. Huh. Thought you'd want to go. I was I was already I packed on everything. I think I would rather just like cosplay as it and then uh, (laughs) and then go somewhere inside. Well, and it's crazy because with all that money, there's so many other vacations you could do. And if that's the theme you like, I don't know, go to like Electric Forest or something. I hear weird shit happening there, but way less weird than that. One of my friends that I uh, went to high school with went to Electric Forest. And I was just like, that's insane. Like, I have friends that go to that every... I mean, Nat goes to that. 
Yeah. Nat, Nat that we know. Yeah. Which, by the way, I was at uh, Bad Omens and Nat was there. That doesn't surprise me at all. Actually. And she had never heard of Bad Omens. She had only known them from TikTok. And she's like, she the concert ends and we meet up with Nat. And Nat's met Margie before it, um, my birthday. And so Nat, um, <laughs> Natalie was like, um, so you were like, hey, Bad Omens is really good. And I was like, oh, Dina, they're that TikTok fucking band. I'm not going to like him. Bro, that was one of the best shows I've ever run to. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, I told you. I was like, my favorite song is Artificial Suicide. She's like, that song's fucking insane. <laughs> I was like. Yeah, I like the part where he goes silent and then he just starts screaming in your face. And she's like, yeah, that was overwhelming. <laughs> she's like, that band was crazy as fuck. And I was like, yeah. He's so young, too, isn't I he? I love them. Noah? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in love with Nick Folio, the drummer, though. Margie knows. It's okay. I'm in love with Nick Folio. <laughs> Margie knows. She knows. I talk about Nick Folio a stupid amount. Um, I called him Nick Fellatio once. And Nick Foliage. I call him just different things. So they call him Folio. They don't call him his first name because there's four members of the band. There's Jolly. There's Noah Sebastian, the, the lead guy. And then there's Nick and Nick. Mm. So you see. Yes. Yeah. So they go by Folio and Nick. That makes sense. And they're creating a comic right now. It's really cool. Uh, it's called The Concrete Jungle. And it sells out like no other motherfucker. Everything they do sells out like crazy. Right. But anyways, um, we ordered so many. We have so many different covers and variants and things like that. But oh, I'm so excited. We have some really cool ones. As far as like being people that like music and being people that like comics, we should show Corey. He would think it's cool. I think. Yeah, he would. He would think that's cool. They're they're really, really cool ones. And they're letting like the members of the band, like I think it was the other Nick, not Folio, that did some of the artwork. And they're so fucking cool, dude. They're so cool. Why am I not talented? Ah, uh, felt. <laughs> so, um, do you want to do you want to play a cryptic game? Sure. Good, because we're going to. Okay. So. It's kind of a game. It's not really, but it's going to be like a game of like, do you believe? Okay. Okay. So we're going to do five different kind of like off the wall cryptids. They're not like super crazy. Two of them you might've heard of before, but some of them you won't. I'm going to then show you, I'm going to describe it and I'm going to do a little like description of what it is, where it came from, or like the supposed story of how we've seen it. Then I'm going to show you a picture, which all this will be on the Instagram for you guys. And then I'm going to ask you if you believe in it. Okay. Okay. All right. Number one. The Ahul. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Ahul. 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 It's A-H-O-O-L. Yeah. For, Ahul. For you guys. So the Ahul is a, we, I can't say it any other way. <laughs> yeah. It's so, like an owl. Ahul. <laughs> it's a winged cryptid creature that's said to have a mixture of features between a chimpanzee and a bat. I don't like that. He has large dark eyes, red skinned wings, large claws on his forearms, oversized fangs, a pointy tail, massive feet, and is covered in gray fur. He has a wingspan of 18 to 28 feet, which is four times the size of the largest bat known to mankind currently, which is the flying fox. The creature resides in the deepest parts of the jungles of the Java and can be found across most of Indonesia. Wait, 18 to 28 feet? Yeah. Or inches? No, no, no. Feet. feet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bigger yep. than Mothman, almost. Yep. In New Guinea, there's a subspecies of this called the Ropen, and they believe it's cousins to the Ahu. And then there's another cryptid called the Kangamato, and they believe this could also be related to it. So when you look those up, they, they have a lot of similarities. Hmm. The biggest stories of his existence are the following. In 1925, a naturalist named Dr. Ernest Bartels was exploring a waterfall on the slopes of the Salic Mountains. He said a large unknown creature swooped down and flew right over his head. When he looked back at the creature, he wasn't sure what it was at first, but he knew it was bigger than a bat. 
Then, in 1927, Dr. Bartels encountered the Ahu again. He said he was lying in bed at night inside his thatched house doing, uh, living, he, oh, I, I remember seeing what he was doing, but I can't remember now. <laughs> but he was close to the Tahijnikol River in western Java. Bartels was suddenly, woke, like, startled, not woken, he was awake, but he was, like, startled because he heard a really strange sound coming from directly over his hut. And it was really loud. And it was an animal standing on top of his hut, clearly shouting the word, Ahu, Ahu. Hence the name. Like an owl. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. I have two pictures of each one. So you get to see two things. Ready? Mm-hmm. Picture one. Okay. That is the Ahu. Is the Ahu real? No. Ooh, she gave, she gave a real fast no for that one. All right. The Ahu is not real. Okay, number two. This one doesn't have a picture. The hungry grass. <laughs> oh, it doesn't have a picture? No, because it literally just looks the same as regular grass. It's just slightly tannish. Okay. It kind of looks like dying grass. Um, in Irish mythology, hungry grass is known as fairy grass sometimes. It's a cursed patch of grass. So anyone walking on it supposedly is doomed to perpetual and insatiable hunger and a permanent state of weakness. People debate over if the hungry grass is real or maybe a superstition. The theories of how this grass appears and existed is widely argued over. William Harvey and William Carleton wrote a book called The Black Prophet, A Tale of Irish Famine, and it studies life before, after, and during the Irish potato famine of the 1840s. I did my thing. Potato. 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 <laughs> Only say it in an Irish accent. Harvey suggests that the hungry grass is cursed by the proximity of a corpse or maybe a leprechaun. Those are very different things. Very different things. <laughs> I believe in leprechauns, though, so... Do you really? I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you want, do you, no, nope. that's not a road we're going down nope. today. No, it's not. Do you want to do an episode on leprechauns? Maybe, someday? maybe. Carlton's theory suggests that fairies plant the hungry grass. So those are the two theories. Okay. Harvey says a leprechaun or a corpse. Carlton says fairies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The story says that if you want to walk through the grass, you can, but you have to eat along the way, like sandwiches or crackers or something, and drink some beer. That's such an Irish sentence right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> the story of the hungry grass is confusing and weird. Okay, so it's changed over the years. Originally, supposedly, the grass would eat people and crops. And you're like, what the fuck? Grass is eating people? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rewind. It wasn't always called the hungry grass. So actually, it was called the hungry man because oh. in Irish, the word fear is considered for like man and grass. So they were calling it like the fear, uh, hungry fear grass type thing. So it was like man grass, man eating hungry men, hungry fear. You see what I'm saying? Like it got messy. Yeah. Eventually it became hungry grass. But like they, they thought it was a man. They like kind of thought it was almost like like a like a a creature. Yeah. Okay. So that's why they were thinking it was eating people. And that's why these people were like fatigued and things were going wrong, whatever. So they were saying that if you give relief to the hungry man, you will enjoy unfailing prosperity, even during the worst periods of famine and death. Now, no one knew what the hungry man looked like, though. And then eventually it turned into the hungry grass because they said that it was certain grass that you would step on that would make you faint and keel over. And this happened to a lot of fishers, fishermen and farmers, supposedly. So people like started believing that the grass was to blame, not like some random creature living in the grass. Here's the stories of its existence. 
People said it started on Hungry Hill, which is where the hungry grass originated from. The first person that ventured over the hill was never seen from again. So then people were afraid to even go near the hill. Nevertheless, someone eventually did it. So they got up the hill and they ended up living. So it was a big deal. It was a young fisherman who had came to Ireland who wanted to fish there. And the ocean was behind Hungry Hill, which makes me believe the first person who was never seen again probably just met the ocean. Probably. But that's okay. That's not here nor there. Mm -hmm. So in the morning, the fisherman forgot to eat breakfast. So he's like, I'm going to eat on the way to the ocean. So he brought an apple and a sandwich for lunch. He got the apple and started eating it for his breakfast as he was walking up the hill. And as he was doing this, people were screaming at him not to go up the hill. But he's like, uh, no, I need to go fishing. So he wasn't listening. And as he was climbing, the grass on the hill started wiggling around, acting like snakes that were wrapping around him. But the longer he kept eating, each time he would take a bite, the grass would just fall off of him and not like stay like wrapping around him, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. But then by the time he got to the shore, the other fishermen were like, uh, that hill kills people. How'd you get over it? And he's like, I don't know. I just, you know, ate the whole time. And they were like, but it's called the hungry grass. He's like, well, I wasn't hungry because I was eating. (laughs) And he lived. So supposedly, if you eat on the grass, you won't fall ill. Now, Kylie, is the hungry grass real? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I feel like it's not, but I feel like it's more of a... um, An urban legend? Yeah, no. Like a superstition? Yeah. Yeah, especially after the potato famine? Right. That sounds... Yeah. So that's the second one. Hmm. Number three, bat squatch. Okay. Do you remember this one? Should I remember this one? I one time came over to your house and I brought a (laughs) container of bat squatch beer. Yes, I do remember that. And you were like, the fuck is that? Yep. I do (laughs) remember that actually. The Rogue makes a a brand of beer called Pale Ale Bat Squatch Beer, you guys. It's okay. If you like pale ales, it's good. I'm not a pale ale fan, but I wanted to try it. I drove all around to find it. I had to go to a different state to buy it. I really want to try it. <laughs> so the bat squatch, and that's before we had a podcast, I'm pretty sure. No. Was it? I think we had recorded we had never put an episode out yet. No. We did. Are you sure? I mean, you were living here. Uh, no, I wasn't. I was not living here yet. No. Are you sure? I'm, mm-hmm. Because mm. I came with... That person. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you guys like how big Kylie and I are mm-hmm. right there? Um, I actually can tell you the exact day because I... Of course you can. I'm pretty sure I posted it on the socials. I thought it was such a good can. The can itself was really damn cool. Ah, oh, it's in my my um stories somewhere in life. But yeah, uh, we came over. It was after we had all watched Coraline. I know that. And we were all having a campfire, I think. Well, Coraline was outside. Yeah. That was fall time. And that was before I was living here. Because Margie... Was it before? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Wow, it's so weird. Oh, we've been friends too long. Not too long. That sounds like I want to end the friendship. A long time. That's what I should you While you you search, I wrote down tank girl in our group chat. Corey says you guys have to watch it now. No, Corey's like tank girl question mark. It's like, wow, I'm surprised that he's never heard of something movie related. And then he uh, continued and said, I have the entire box set of Mad Max in 4K. Of course he does. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) It was September 25th, 2021 that we drank that beer. So that was before I was living here. Literally right before. Because 
A week later, I posted a photo of me and my old roommate. Um, Because I moved in here. October. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Weird. I have this video of you in October. <laughs> Was it the meat thing? No. You're sliding around in a chair. I don't know. I'm just going to send it to you. This is really funny. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Bat Squatch. All right. The Bat Squatch is a flying cryptid that was allegedly seen near Mount St. Helens in the 1980s. It resembles a flying primate similar to the Ahu and the orange Bati of Southeast Asia. A witness allegedly took several pictures of the creature. However, these pictures haven't been analyzed and they can't prove the creature's existence. Hmm. A little sus. <laughs> <laughs> the creature said to have yellow eyes, a dog-like muzzle, bluish fur, sharp teeth, bird-like feet, and leathery bat wings that span up to 50 foot, and it's nine foot tall. Hmm. Um, the story of its existence. Are you ready? All right. Um, in 1994, April, Brian, Cran- Brian Canfield was driving in the Washington Pierce County when his truck suddenly stopped. And kind of like Mothman, Bat Squatch mm-hmm. can stop vehicles. Canfield saw a large creature land in front of him. He described it the same way I did earlier. He said it was massive, but no one else saw the creature that day. In 2009, there was a second sighting. It was near Mount Shasta in California this time. Several hikers witnessed a huge creature with leathery wings spanning over 50 feet out of, and it was flying out of a crevice of a mountain. An eyewitness described the creature as having the head similar to a pterodactyl, but then later they actually revisited their story and said it looked more like a flying fox bat. But, like, oversized, obviously. In June 2011, a man was in his yard walking his dog when he saw something in the sky. He said, I saw something flying in the sky. It had bat wings, blue fur, a similar face, uh, a familiar, a face similar, goodness, (laughs) to eyes glowing red. It was about nine feet tall. And after that, I watched it fly away. If that wasn't enough proof, don't you worry. On April 14th, 2014, an Archbishop Hoban High School in Akron, Ohio this time. Um, had a second period Spanish class spot a giant black mass flying past the window of their classroom at an incredible speed. The class claimed it was nine feet tall with a 20 to 30 foot wingspan, and they said it was Bat Squatch. Ready, Sam? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Is Bat Squatch real? No, I feel like they just saw Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean... You know, I get it. I get it. Well, because like I feel like Bat Squatch isn't going to be in the middle of a city. You know what I mean? Well, also they saw it in Virginia, then California, then Ohio. This man must fly fast see, as fuck away. See, that sounds more like Mothman. Also, how long do these cryptids live? Because that one's a long time period for him to be flying around. It's Mothman. Okay, I get it. <laughs> okay, he left Point Pleasant. Mothman available in the archives if you guys want to go listen. It's Christmas episode. Christmas. Chris is there. And it's Christmas. <laughs> Pretty funny play on words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four. We're almost done. Cressy. Do you know who Cressy is at least? No. Oh. It's kind of like Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. Okay. okay. So Cressy is a mysterious eel-like creature which is said to lurk in the depths of Crescent Lake in Newfoundland, um, Newfoundland of Labrador, Canada. I like that Newfoundland is a type of dog, and so is Labrador. <laughs> right, I was just about to say that. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. The name is a playoff Nessie, like I just mentioned, which is the Loch Ness Monster, but also Nessie mixed with Crescent Lake, so it's Cressy. 
I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. The creature was first reported in ancient Native American legends in which it was referred to as the Woodham Hoot, which is the pond devil, or the Hoot Tuudi, which is a swimming demon. And I'm I like sorry. pond devil. Those are both great names, but I think I pronounced both wrong. I tried. Probably. It's fine. There have been no photographs of Cressy. All the information relies on the local oral history of people talking about it. Cressy said to be a serpentine-like animal with the head of a fish. She resembles a large... I, I don't know, but I assume Cressy is a girl. Cressy and Bessie are both females to me. So is Nessie. Cressy, Bessie, yeah. and Nessie are all women. Absolutely. It just makes sense. Cressy resembles a large dark brown eel, and she's about 15 feet in length. With a fish head? Yeah. Story of her existence. In 1950s, two men saw what they thought was an upturned boat in the water. Upon approaching it, it flipped itself around and dove below the lake while swimming away. They believe it was actually the head of Cressy on the water, and when they approached, they must have scared the creature off. So she's just, like, kind of laying there. She was sleeping. Yes. Leave her alone. In the 1980s, a pilot crashed and drowned in Crescent Lake, so later two scuba divers attempted to retrieve his body, but they were attacked by a school of uncommonly large eels and were forced to retreat. They believe one of them was Cressy leading the others. Oh, so she's like the queen of eels. I guess so. Yes. Okay. <laughs> On July 9th, 1991, Fred Parsons and his wife reported seeing a large snake-like creature swimming in Crescent Lake. He described it as a long, sleek body without a significantly large head, but it was laying level with the water. In September that same year, a resident of Robert Arms was returning to town when he noticed a disturbance on the surface of the lake. And as he watched it, the object dropped beneath the surface, but then rose again. He described it as a black 15 foot long shape pitching forward in a rolling motion such as a whale does, but with no signs of having fins. It sank out of sight and then didn't reappear. There were several sightings in 1995 that were recorded. Also in 2000, a summer student crew that was working on the boardwalk along the lake said they spotted um, Cressy. In the summer of 2003, a woman named Vivian Short saw the creature swimming in the lake. She described the creature in detail and it ended up getting picked up by CBC News as well as a report by Ada Rosell, who was the town's clerk. And she said Short was one of a bunch of people that actually reported seeing Cressy around that same time. And the town's clerk told the reporters, I've had several reportings of sightings, people sighting some kind of huge monster or sea serpent of, or some kind of fish. All right, Cressy. Whoa. It looks like a piranha head. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Is Cressy real? I feel like yes. Okay. But I feel like, I feel like it could just be like a really weird version of an eel. But I feel like they've named it at this point. So now it seems weirder. Yeah. If they like it's just it, a massive eel. Yeah. If they would have just called it like giant, giant lake eel, I would have been like, that's real. But the fact that they call it Cressy, I'm like, well, maybe it's not. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now it sounds like it's the only one that exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. What would giant lake eel be in French? <laughs> oui, mère pauvre. Why? Is it a French? Oh, well, it's Canada. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I made sense, okay? No, that now really I, made a lot of sense. I yeah. just fucked it up. Now, I'll look it up while you tell me what Bessie is. Um, well, 
I was going to ask real quick. Do you believe in Nessie? Do you believe in Loch Ness? I think so. I think so, too. That's a weird one, but I, I think I do. Um, and that also reminded me of one other thing I was going to ask. I don't know now. It had to do with water Nessies and all them. Um, I don't know, but it's kind of funny because uh, they have like a whole little tribute to Cressy in their area. They have like a Cressy diner and they have like little Cressy stuff. Of course. Yeah. So. Giant Lake <laughs> Eel. Eel. I need you to read it. No, no, you got this. I want to hear you do it. I'll have Google do it. No, I want you to do it. Anguille Giante. Okay. Now I'll have Google do it. Oh, excuse me, what? Oh. <laughs> well, not, hold what on, let said. me let me turn my volume up. I don't think that's what you said. Okay. I can see it. Because L-L-E turns into like an E sound. There's no L's. Okay. And Gijon. Hmm. <laughs> Kylie's not a fan. <laughs> Clearly don't speak French. <laughs> Number five. Bessie. The little friend of Bessie. Okay. If we have to rank Nessie, Cressy, and Bessie, Bessie is my fave bitch. I love this bitch. <laughs> She's so damn cute. I have such a little, like, I want a Bessie stuffed animal. She's so fucking cute. Okay, Bessie. I'm ready. She's from Lake Erie. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, she's from like... Wait, did we cover her? No, she's from our neck of the woods, though. Okay. Isn't she cute? Okay. Uh, you haven't seen her. You don't know that. Okay, so Bessie's been spotted in the Great Lakes and in Canada, but going all the way to Pennsylvania. Bessie's reported to be kind of snake-like also. She's 30 to 40 feet long. She's a foot in diameter. She's kind of a grayish green color. She lives under the water. And later, they kind of update her description. They say she's 30 to 50 foot long. She's a reptile, but she has like a round bowling ball middle and a snake long neck. Okay. I don't know what that means. I want to almost show you the pictures beforehand because she's so fucking cute. (laughs) She's so cute. You're going to say she's cute. I just know it. Okay. A reward of $100,000 has been offered by the Huron Lagoons Marina for the capture of Bessie, dead or alive. I swear to God, if someone kills Bessie, you'd be upset to them now. Mm -hmm. So much like Batsquatch, there is a beer that's named after Bessie. It's by the Great Lakes Brewing Company. And on the can, it features this like scary green water monster. And it's called the Lake Erie Monster Imperial IPA. I think I've seen that one. And on their website, they give a whole story about the history of Bessie, everything that's happened to her, her origins, like everything. And they even are like, sorry, we make her seem really scary on the can, but it just like helps with marketing. They're they're like, she's not scary, but making a scary IPA makes sense. Right. (laughs) So funny. Okay. So the stories. Bessie first earned the nickname Bessie in the Pennsylvania newsletter of Creature Chronicles in 1991. The editor had read some reports of the serpentine type monster that was spotted in Lake Erie over 30 years before. And when he published it, he called her Bessie. Now, the first recorded sightings actually happened in 1793. That's a very long time ago. Um, That's literally not not real. (laughs) Not a real time. Like in 1492, America was discovered. That already sounds fake. 
But then in 1793, that's 300 years later. That still sounds real fucking fake. It sounds fake. It's not real. Okay. That's so fake sounding. Because <laughs> I, I was like, were people even in America in the 1700s? And I was like, wait, yes, obviously. 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Fucking hate him. <laughs> we won't get into that. So the captain, the Felicity, was out on the water and noticed a large, and I think he was hunting ducks. <laughs> okay. He noticed a large snake-necked creature lurking in the water. Then, on July 3rd, 1817, another report came in. This one included more descriptions. The crew was sailing a ship um, that was reported to see a serpentine or eel-like creature at least 30 to 40 feet long and a foot in diameter, dark brown or black in color, and they all report seeing this. Later that year, another boat crew similar uh, spotted the similar animal, but this time they said it was more copper-colored, but it was 60 feet in length. They tried to shoot at it with muskets, but it had no effects at the time. So yeah, either, because they, you're shooting with muskets. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think the bullet would have gotten as right. far. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, like the bullet like, hits what the creature expect? and then just falls off. Right. <laughs> A third incident happened in 1817 also. This time it was near Toledo. Um, two French brother settlers encountered the huge monster on the beach. So they believed the monster was actually dying because it was writhing around on the beach because it was out of the water. They described it to be at least 20 to 30 feet in length and shaped like a large sturgeon, except that it had arms. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The panicked brothers fled the scene and then they returned later, but the creature disappeared and they said that it was probably carried off by waves. Either it died or like it survived somehow. No, I think they had an experience with drugs because, (laughs) well, who leaves? Here's the thing. Like who leaves? There were some traces of the creature. There were marks on the beach. That were about the size that the men said. And there were scales that were silver in color that were bigger than silver dollars. Which is Would big you leave? Fish. No. I would stay there. Yes. I would the try whole, to find a way to push her back in the water. The whole time. I, I would, would save, save her the life. whole time. When you see how cute she is, you'd save her life too. <laughs> okay. Um, but also, um, um, would you, uh, uh, um, wait, I have a thought. Okay. Let me have it. Mm-hmm. Oh, would you ever look at something and be like, that's 30 feet? I'd be like, that's big. I would not be able to. Like, there is no yeah. part of me. If I ever have something happen to me, you guys, if I meet Mothman, if I meet anything, y'all are going to hear the most obscure fucking shit. And I'm going to change my numbers. Every like, time it was massive. I don't know. I would just be like, it was massive. I'll be like, well, I'm five feet five. So he was at least 24 foot. And they're like, you said he was double your height. And I was like, yeah. So he's at least like 20 foot tall. And they're like, well. That'd be like 10 foot. And I'm like, that's the same thing I said. (laughs) Or like, let's say like, you know, like there's a, I meet Jason Momoa, let's say. And he's like standing on the other side of a cafeteria. I'll be like, he was a literally five feet away. And they're like, uh, the cafeteria is six football fields big. And I'm like, yeah, like five feet, maybe 10. I have no fucking clue, you guys. I have no depth perception. <laughs> I have no size perception. I'll say maybe a football field if I'm feeling real frisky. But don't <laughs> trust that I know how long a football field is. I think a football field and a basketball field court. God damn it. Basketball court are the same size. They are not. No, they are not. I have no no gauge none so when people say shit i'm like i don't i it doesn't matter what you say i don't believe you because humans eyes don't work no that's the only way i believe you is if you use that little app on your iphone that tells you distances (laughs) that's the only thing i believe i believe nothing else yeah no i would have said the same thing i would have been like it was massive yeah 
It was very large. In my head, I would be like, from what I've seen on Google, I think it was as big as two sharks. Yeah, I think I would like, <laughs> like I would, I would compare it like to a school bus or something. Yeah, I don't think I could ever just make a number. I have to compare things, if anything. And even then, I'm not very good. It's a bunch of, what is this? A drum of grape jam? Is that, what is it? Is that like a drum, like they ship oil in? Is that, look at this one. A desk of Cheez-Its. A desk? Where, where are you getting these units of measurement from? In 1892, some local newspapers reported an entire cruise ship spotted the creature. The crew, including the captain, saw a large area of water that was a mile ahead and it was churned up and foaming. As they approached, they said they saw a huge sea serpent. They said it appeared to be wrestling about in the waters as if fighting an unseen foe. So now, Bessie has foes. How dare they? How dare someone be mean to my Bessie? <laughs> they said they observed the creature relax itself and stretch out at full. And they said it was about 50 feet long. And its head was sticking up over the water an additional four feet. The brownish creature was described as his eyes being viciously sparkling. And by his, I mean hers. And the large fins were also noted. Then Crystal Beach near Fort Erie was the scene of another sighting on May 5th, 1896. This time there were four eyewitnesses who watched for 45 minutes as a 30 foot creature with a dog shaped head and pointy tail turned up water as it swam about until finally disappearing before nightfall. That's not all. <laughs> That's not all at all. There were sightings in 1960, 1969, 1981, 1983, 1995, Plesiosaur. Yeah. And an ichthyosaurus. 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 Yeah. And um, those were marine animals that lived during the time of dinosaurs. So. Hmm. You ready to see Bessie? Yeah. Isn't she cute? She is very cute. As a water creature, <laughs> little legs in a big body. Little legs. <laughs> Bessie is so damn cute, but she got those honker teeth. You see, yeah, she got a big. She big does teeth. look like a dinosaur, but she's so damn cute. I would take Bessie home. So I actually have thought of this before, and I'm like, well, okay, so dinosaurs, right? Yeah, they died with the flood. If we're we're okay, why aren't some of them in the water? Yeah, why didn't the water ones survive? That's the water ones did survive. They did. Megalodons are so fucking real. They are just dormant. I They're under the... I, yeah, exactly. The movie Megalodon, not real. Like the Meg movies, those... That, no, don't... That's not what's happening. No. But Megalodons, those are in our ocean, you guys. Oh, absolutely. Uh, 100%. I will fight every one of you that even dares come towards me right now. I want to do... I was debating... We did a Megalodon episode, actually. I was debating doing a whole, like, dinosaur theory episode someday. That would be fun. But, yo... Make, we did a water creature short story episode one time. It was pretty fun. We talked about a few different ones. There was Leviathan, the Kraken, the Megalodon. Do you remember who else? Uh, those were the ones I remembered. Yeah, same. I only remember just those ones. There was some... two more, right? Um, well, I don't Oh, know. did we do a siren? 
Oh, yeah. There were sirens slash mermaids. Yep. And maybe that was it. Maybe. Okay, because it was called the the water creatures. Oh, merfolks, the krakens, mermaids, Merfolk. leviathan. We didn't talk oh, about Megalodon. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Yeah, that's what it was. I think we just referenced Megalodon. Yeah. We, we didn't go so in So I feel like, like they survived. Yeah, obviously. Some water creatures. They probably survived dinosaurs. better. Like, how like, else do you hell, describe? Yeah, this is like a freaking holiday, man. There's this one post, and it's like my favorite post on the entire internet. I see it every few years. Okay. It is... You scroll. It's like a scrolling post and it takes you, I think, like 30 minutes to scroll the entire post. Okay. And it says, here's what's living at each depth of the ocean. Mm -hmm. And it's like from a website and every like, you know, 50 to 100 feet deeper in the ocean you get or like meters or something like that. It shows you creatures that exist and it goes all the way to what we discovered at the end of the bottom of the Mariana Trench or whatever it's called. And some of those animals, I was looking them up and stuff. The fucking terrifying because it shows you it's like, OK, here's where no longer humans can approach. OK, well, here's where no longer like light is even visible. Here's where no longer they need food to survive and they can technically survive off like other stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's where they uh, don't have like warm blood in their systems anymore and they can't like do that. Here's where blobfish can no longer raise the surface. It shows you all this stuff. I Every single time I look at this post, it is the craziest post I've ever seen on the whole internet. And I'm so fucking addicted to it. I've probably looked at it like 30 times. I don't need to that much, but I have. I've never seen this post. It is my favorite post on the entire internet. And it is so terrifying the further you keep getting. And it kind of like just overwhelms you because you're like, I have to be near done. Right. And like, I kind of always get like that, like overwhelming sense where I'm like, oh, my I'm God. so small. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's there's a post the like parts. that it's not about like the ocean or anything like that it's about um just like existing like, uh, with space and time and i like the ones at the planetarium that are like that with space yeah those ones are always fun it makes you feel so like so small yeah tiny inkling of atoms um yeah i'll try to find the post and i'll send it to you it's it's a uh, it's a really overwhelming post yeah and it's probably the coolest thing on the internet so well that's it that's for tonight we did a double decker we did a double decker yeah. just makes me hungry oh it's a double what is a double decker is that a two two-story pizza no but it should be <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like a double decker is like a um like a double like cheeseburger basically oh okay okay sure okay yeah, that makes sense, kind of. I would think it's like a, a hoagie. Ooh, yeah. which term do you use? A hoagie, a sub, or a... Oh, there's another one. Hmm. I don't know. Do you like saying hoagie, sub, or what's the other word? Hmm. Regardless, I say sub. Or but- a sandwich, I guess. Well, a sandwich and a sub are not the same thing. Okay. I'll However, if Do I go you say to Subway, grinder or po'boy or hero. Oh, no. I don't say any of those. I guess I would say po'boy. I say po'boy. I say hoagie, I think the most. I say grinder a few times. I think sub is my least used actually. Hoagie to me is like the squareular buns that you would use to make the sandwich, but I don't name the sandwich a hoagie. I I use hoagie. Would you like to know the reasoning? 
Yes. Danny DeVito says hoagie. In what? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. Why did, do you ask? You knew the answer. You did knew we, the answer. Did we? I, I mean, don't think you said anything about it last episode. That might have been the first episode yeah. that you've never. Maybe in the 9-11 one. I probably found a way somewhere in there. Oh, Maybe Taylor you. got it. <laughs> um, yeah. I uh, finished it. So, so that's. Um, that's it? Yeah. Someone. Okay. So Margie, my significant other, you guys, compared Kylie and I to another podcast. And I may have talked about this in the past, but Kylie. Com- um, <laughs> nope. You're not my significant other. Margie <laughs> compared us to those two dudes in the backyards park. Hard cash. Yes. I love them um, so the, much. The They're two so derpy funny. guys. Yeah. yeah. She said, but the problem is, is we're both, both of them. It just like depends on the day. Like yes, we flip no, back and I, forth. We really are though. And she's like, here's some specific ones you guys are. And she like sent us the lasagna one and a few others. And, and did you see the potato one? I fucking, I see everyone. Yes. I'm not talking about the subspecies of potato. <laughs> and that's something I, I'd be like, oh so uh, yeah, the red potatoes, red potatoes are my favorite. Well, and then I was watching this <laughs> other one and it was very us where the guy was just like, so I've never done this, but I feel like I should. One of these years, I just really want to go to Copenhagen for winter, for Christmas specifically. And he goes, no, fuck Copenhagen. Okay, so you're going to go to Holiday, Connecticut. Why are you going to Holiday, Connecticut? Go to Holiday. He just starts like going off and the guy's like, okay. So anyways, I want to go to Copenhagen. <laughs> and he's like, you were too fast at that reply that it stressed me out. So I'm going to go back to I'm my original still go. <laughs> Um, But and I and, and the banana one. Have you seen the uh, banana one? banana in half? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's actually where I was going with this one. I posted a status about how I eat bananas and some of the things that I do that makes Margie very uncomfortable because I do things that I guess are outside of the norm. And whatever the norm is anymore. Since then, I have had a lot of people send me videos of things. But specifically since that status, I have now had 13 people. I counted before I got here. 13 people that aren't Margie send me different backyards podcast that was like you remind me of them but you and kylie also remind me but separately you also remind me of them and i'm like okay i've accepted my fate now yeah it is now we need to meet them it's yeah yep yep i think we a cryptid with them would be a good time that would be so fun ghosts are real oh my gosh (laughs) so that's our new life goal it's got to be super controversial Oh, God, what can we do? We'll think about it. We already did Mothman. What's the next craziest thing? Bigfoot. <laughs> That's kind of country. Oh, we'll no, we them. could do the um, the the one that was solved. The the Russian one. Oh, the, the Dyatlov Pass? Yes. And have them pronounce all the names for us? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our new goal is to meet them, guys. Just yep. so you know what's on the radar. If for anyone can make that a, a reality, yeah. you just you just let us know. You find out how and then we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, guys, for coming in. Part one of Spooky Season. We did a thing. I'm so excited. It's spooky Season. <laughs> we'll do some more fun things this month, hopefully, and... Um, we're not going to tell we, you what any of them are yet, but I we'll, think we have three out of the norm things that we would normally do. Yeah. Which, I mean, this was kind of a short stories, but it was also like a recent news event, but it also wasn't true crimey, but it kind of was. And so this was a weird, I love it. So it's fun. I wanted to cover a few different things. You guys couldn't pick. You guys told me you wanted to hear both a current news story but you wanted to hear news stories, short stories, and you wanted to hear cryptids, and you wanted to hear short stories in general. So I was like, well, fucking shit. 
God damn it. How about this? All of them. <laughs> Big tornado of everything. So thanks guys for coming in and hanging out with us. Thank you for everyone that makes this podcast what it is. You guys are all part of the CSP family. Big thanks to Taylor, Lab Monkey Creative, every week for doing our editing and helping us out. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which is which each which is at Cryptic Soup Pod, where our DMs are always open for suggestions. So slide on in. Um <laughs> Did that stress you out? Yeah, it does. Well, before she starts her thing, I'm gonna say also all the pictures for tonight, if you guys wanna like understand what we were looking at. Um, go look at the Instagram because I'm going to post all of them so that you guys can decide and I'll post them in order and I'll put the tags of like who they are. And I'm posting the exact photos that Kylie looked at. So you guys are like making the same guesses that she did. Yeah. Do My it. mom said you were going to believe in at least two of them. And you did. You kind believed of. in two. You believed in Cressy and Nessie. I mean, Cressy and Bessie. And then you oh, said, yeah. this, you said hungry gas, hungry gas. <laughs> <laughs> you said hungry gas, maybe, but more than likely not. And then you said bats, not real. And I um, said bat is Mothman. True. Okay. And then the ahu you said is not real. So no. yeah, essentially you believed in two of them. But they make the, they make the picture so specific and it's just like, you got to make it more realistic for me to believe it, I guess. You know, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, it looks like a monster. I'm like, That's okay, this isn't Scooby-Doo, you know? It could be. Um, No, what, what stopped me in my tracks, guys, is that Thena said, Dear Kylie, dot, 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 dot. Have fun talking about whatever you want here. <laughs> I don't know, she talks about different things, so I stopped giving her pointers. I want Kylie to learn how to rift. She doesn't want to. I don't like rifting. I'm going to whether she wants to or not, so I just stopped hey, putting pointers. Hey, I took improv class in, in college, and... How far did that get you? I mean, how often do you improv? Not a lot. Yep. <laughs> I should do it again. Get your... It's... It gets your creative juices flowing. I was ready for you to say your blood flowing. I'm like, don't you dare fucking say that sentence. My blood flowing? Yeah, I thought you were going to be like, act like it's so intense to improv. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, no, girl, calm down. Well, the rules make it easier because you have to say yes. Mm. So you can't say no. So then if someone else says no, you're like, no, you can't do that. Mm. You have to do it again. Like, you have to say yes every yeah. time. Huh. So anyway, um, join our Discord. It's it's up. It's running. It's amazing. Uh, we have multiple streamers up there. Um, I stream on there. Corey streams on there. Taylor was hanging out the other day in the... Um, well, it's the laboratory. Um, but he was he was editing stuff, so he gets on there. So if you want to literally talk to us and... I was Not actually on Instagram. I was going to the other day and then my iPad died, but I was a hundred percent ready to go on because I was, um, so I do this thing in my spare time that I'm not going to talk about right here. It's nothing crazy. I just, it's, I have very few things that I don't talk about in the podcast. So this is one thing that's like a personal hobby that I do outside it's of yours. Podcasting. You own it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm leaving that one like away from the podcast world. Cause it's like, it doesn't tie together. So I'm just leaving them alone because I don't want that true crime themed and I don't want this that themed. So I do have this one other hobby that I do. And um, it's like just like a fun little like way to pass my time. And um, I had to edit for it. Um, oh, my God. I'm making it sound like I do OnlyFans. I like to consider myself as an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? That's that's what I consider myself and my my OnlyFans page. No, it's nothing like that. Oh, my God. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs>
<laughs> Let me restart this whole thing. Oh my God. Okay. I write online. I have a blog. That's what it is. Okay. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I essentially just have a blog online where I write things and that's it. Okay. With that being the case, I had to do some editing because I was posting like a video link on the blog that like went with it. And so I was editing this YouTube video and I was just having like a good time and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could go live for this because all you guys would hear is the music because there's music that goes over the, the pictures and stuff. And I was like, oh, this would be fine. Um, it was taking me like three hours anyway. So I was like, I could do it. And then I was doing it on my PC, but my iPad was near me. Um, I forgot the night before to bring my charger to work though. So my iPad ended up dying, but I was 100% ready to go live and then I didn't. And so I never have. Cool story, bro. How do you like that story? <laughs> That's great. It's a great story. So don't join the Discord if you want to connect with Thena. <laughs> but if you want to connect with me or Corey or Taylor or any of our streamer friends, we are we are there. I read everything. Out. I'm just not present. I'm about like a day late. So if you write something and it's vital, also send it to the Instagram. Because if you write it on a Tuesday, I'll see it on a Friday. <laughs> like just keep that in mind. Tuesday to Friday. Yeah. All right. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Corey already gave me shit today. Corey yelled at me because he texted me. How long ago? How long ago did Corey? Oh, I can't see it because he's one of my bubbles. He's one actually of my it was really ones. funny when he texted you the other day and he was like, Thena, I have a question. And then you're like, oh, my anxiety. <laughs> I have never replied so fast to a human in my life. So if you want Thena to reply. <laughs> yeah, just stress me out. Um... Okay, here's exactly what happened, Corey. Hey, hi, I have a question. It's not urgent or anything, so, like, don't get anxious that I have a question because that's what happens when people say they have questions. Ha, ha, ha. I said, I'm anxious. What's up? <laughs> instantly. Like, instantly, like, less than a minute. Him. That's the fastest you've ever responded. Me. Thanks. It's called anxiety. <laughs> so that was that. Yep. But um, to give an example, um, I texted Corey on Thursday, and he replied on Friday, and I still have not opened it or read it or anything. And he sent me six messages. And I said, each singular message adds an extra day to how long it's going to take me to reply to you. He's like, I don't like that. <laughs> but it happens. Well, it also happened in our group chat. Yeah. I love ignoring people. That was funny. It's, it's a thing. And I'll reply to you on one thing and ignore you on another. Yeah. That's a whole thing. My one friend, he has learned that. And so he will message me on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, and text. In hopes that I read one, one of, of them. them. <laughs> and like every other day, it's a different one. And so we have like four different conversations, but they're all kind of the same conversation. But he just knows that I won't reply to one of, I'll only reply to like one of them. So you got to pick and choose your battles. We talk about this a lot, about how I suck at replying. Yeah, we do actually. And it's really funny because people on the Instagram are like, sometimes you do reply. And I just instantly am like, oh, it must be Kylie for some reason. That's crazy. And then I ask, I'm like, is this nope. Kylie? Because you're actually replying. I'm like, no, I'm just having a good day. And they're like, oh. Okay, I'll expect the conversation to die in a few minutes. Oh, <laughs> thanks. At least they know. Yeah. You're not disappointing anybody. No, I'm really not. So I just used to be so social that now I can't. I can't socialize very well. I uh, burned it all up in my 20s. Well, um, join the Discord. Discord, um, Discord, Discord, join the Discord. Discord, Discord, join the Discord. Whoop, whoop. It's what about Discord. Time is Discord. What about the website? Oh, the website. You mean the website that's a site on the web? The website? Yeah, the interwebs. The, the interwebs. Inter the dial-ups? 
the dial up you're showing your age um we have a website that also has all the links on it if that makes things easier it is crypticsouppod.com it's so easy um it is it's our literally name. our name it also com. has like a little bio about kylie taylor and thena and it's funny and you can request cases you can leave suggestions you can tell us if we got something wrong you can tell us if we got something right it gives you where you can leave reviews links anything um it also uh, has all the links to everything, like the Instagram, yep. the Discord, the Twitch. Uh, is the Twitch a phrase? Do you yep. say the Twitch or do you just say Twitch? Is it the Twitch? Nope. That's like saying the Facebook. Yeah. Oh, no. You did it. Mm-hmm. You're becoming you're becoming I'm old. Becoming old. Yeah. I'm an old person now. Well, um, all right, guys. I got to go wash my dentures, so I'm going to let you go now. <laughs> 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 funny stuff all right guys also if you leave an apple podcast review or ratings it helps us out same with spotify ratings it makes us feel all warm and bubbly inside and we appreciate any time you guys do that so thank you for everyone that has and we'll always give you shouts so remember guys to subscribe follow tune in keep up with us and remember to join the conversation we're going to keep the hallow month going and it's going to be a fun time oh also we're posting something interesting on the instagram soon but it's a surprise but you'll see it i've already posted it kind of actually but it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna get better so just you know, stay tuned on the Instagram. We'll see you next Tuesday for the next episode. Stay tuned. I broke um, my mile high club. Cherry at, at Burning, Burning Man. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>